Welcome back to Voices at Play, an actual play podcast focused on games by marginalised creators played by marginalised people. Today, playing with me, we have Chelsea. Hi, I'm Chelsea. My pronouns are she, her, and they. I'll be playing Loreen, whose pronouns are she, her, and they as well. And they're familiar, soot, which is he or him. You can find me on Twitter at ChelseaBytes and Peridot. Hi, I'm Peridot. My pronouns are they, them. I'll be playing Mira. Their pronoun is they, them as well. And their familiar, Freya, who is also they, them. I can be found on Twitter at Tune Elemental. It's Tune as in cartoon. And I'm Cass. My pronouns are she, her, or they. And you can find me at Cass K Designs on Twitter. So today I'll be your hosting game master, and we'll be playing Familiars of Terra by Elizabeth Chai Pradipun of Angry Hamster Publishing. Familiars of Terra is a unique card-based tabletop RPG centered around the Seekers and their animal companions, following their calling and pursuing their destiny for better and worse. So without further delay, let's get back into it. Destroy the what? Let's let's destroy this safely now. Yeah, what's a safe way to destroy a bunch of chemicals? This is a potent stuff here. It can destroy all of us. Uh, let's let's put it to the side for now. We can destroy it after we search the premises. Let's identify all of the potential weapons before we destroy them. Recruit. That is an aberration of protocol. Oof, can I try to convince Yeah. these, uh, let me see if I can, I want to try again and try to, I really want to use voice of reason and try to change the protocol. Um, is that another perform? Yeah, I think if you're going to, like, alter their protocol, um, that would be, like, a convince. Okay. And what would that, what, what does convince fall under? Is that more charisma? Uh, it's still charm and charisma. Oh, see, I see CH and I think charisma. Okay. I'll try to I'll try to change their protocol real quick. Can you believe it? I drew a 10 and my charisma's a 9. So, gosh. Oh, no. Darn it. <laughs> I was one off. Yo, we need to phase. I'm, like, trying to shield the box with my body before mm-hmm. they can do anything to it. Uh, I think that the cyborg is now very much focused on Lorraine. And says, recruit. Aberrations are the end of all life and order. Aberrations lead to destruction. Are you one who believes in aberrations? Um, no. Clearly, aberrations need to stay, you know, uh, away. Because I don't believe in aberrations now. I just <laughs> rather keep myself non-radiated. And and we can deal with the aberrations, you know, safely. So hard communicating with cyborgs. <laughs> uh, Mira, you can see that the cyborg is very much focused on Lorraine, if there's anything you want to do. Um, I'm going to tuck the entire box into my cloak. <laughs> because it does not change shape or size when I stuff things into it. Oh, so useful. Uh, 
I like it. As long as it's less than 50 kilograms, I can do it. All right. <laughs> so it's just like, whoop. Yeah, it definitely does not weigh more than 50 kilograms. Um, All right. So it, the, the cyborg sort of looks back at you, Mira, and the box is gone. And I destroyed it. Excellent recruit. This other one could learn from you. And then it starts trying to just trash everything it sees again. Okay, and there's nothing else that we know to be very dangerous in here now, correct? Um, there's assorted machinery and things that you haven't experimented with, but you got, like, the the vials, so as far as you yeah. know. Okay, good. Okay, great. Well, them trashing up the place is good, because that's just ruining their work, so I don't mind that. But, um... Yeah, I'm fine with this. <laughs> we, I begin to walk. I want to explore the room outside of the sphere room and see what's going on. I want to see if there are people trying to come back in here or trying to figure out what's happening. I think when, so you walk back out to like the main hallways. Mm -hmm. Um, When you walk out, you see, or I think at first just hear a down like the center hallway where you know where the two robots were and where the the belt conveyor belt was from that direction you hear the sound of like metal crunching and breaking and things like destruction and then Mm, destruction i think you hear the sound of panicked whispers up the main hall towards like the entrance so is there another cyborg out there there were two vats I I I uh, go back to Mira, and I say I think there's another cyborg. But we need to go check on those uh, cubs that we left. Yeah, yeah, we do. I I think we can ask these lovely cyborgs to escort us as we survey the perimeter. Yeah, yeah. Let's uh, let's take care of this floor first before we go back up there. Mm-hmm. I think at that moment we see the cyborg hit like one of the machines and an arc of lightning comes out and shocks them. Ooh. Oh no. And then they're still for a moment and then just resume like hitting it with their, their baton. Okay. This is adorable now. I'm dying on the inside. (laughs) (laughs) Oh goodness. So are they just destroying this robot? Uh, They're just destroying that room. The, The one in with you is destroying that room. Completely. But it looks like it's going to take them a little bit of time. And I think at one point they look over at you and say, Recruits, return to your duty. We must secure the tomb. Oh, there we go. We'll, we'll go. We will secure the tomb and we go. R- right away. And we go and secure that tomb. So we, <laughs> I immediately, uh, we, we don't go straight out into the next hallway, into the center hallway. We want to kind of peek around the corner and observe. Yeah. Mm-hmm. See what's going on. Um, are you peeking into what you called the protocol room, or are you peeking into, like, the main, just main hallway? The main hall. We'll peek into the protocol room uh, shortly after, because I heard whispers in the, the main hall, correct? Yeah. All right. I want to peek and see if I see anything crazy happening. You see that the younger woman is there, and the man is sort of holding her arm, um, and you, he's, he's not overtly threatening her, but kind of gripping her tight and saying, 
You don't understand. If we go back with nothing, do you know what they'll do to us? They'll kill us? And she's trying to twist away and say, like, I don't care. They're awake. We can't put them back to sleep now. They're awake. Yes, they are awake. And we are part of their protocol. Okay. So they're frightened. It's just the two? We don't know where the other woman is? You just see the two. Okay, just the two. Okay, well, we let them uh, work that out. I'd like to take a peek into the protocol room. You can see what... It looks like someone just ripped the conveyor belt, like, and bent it as if it were fabric rather than, like, metal. And so that narrow, like, pathway through the conveyor belts is just covered by, like, twisted and torn conveyor belts. And at the far end, you can see the larger robot that was plugged in. Um, Its socket has been pulled out, and it's just kind of slumped on the ground. Ooh. And you see the, the second cyborg seems to be in a standoff with the short little robot, which is holding up its arms and trying to keep it from touching the aquarium. We walk. I have to go in and tell this robot to, and the cyborg, not to destroy all this stuff. So, I don't know, Mira, do you want me to try it again? Because these uh, draws that I've been drawing have not, you you seem to have a way with the cyborgs. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I can try for it. I feel like he's probably, they're probably going to have like the same issue the other one did with breaking protocol. Yeah, we'll figure it out. Uh, all right. Um, yeah, yeah. I step into the room. Um, and I say, hey, 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 we, we don't need to destroy everything yet. We need to, uh, we need to evaluate before we destroy. On what basis are you ordering an alteration to the plan? Um, I, I, I'm I'm passing down what we heard from uh from the other cyborg the other the other one in the other room from the general. It stops and just full body turns towards you and says, "The general, the general is here." Oh, mm. uh, uh, I ooh, I th- I um. <laughs> have they seen the general? Do they know what the general looks like? This is me asking the GM. They they have like full bio scans of the general. <laughs> I don't know <laughs> if they have full bio scans, but it it seems like they've met the general. Okay, <sighs> yo, I could try with my voice. Uh, I could come up with a really elaborate lie like right now and be like, "I'm the general," and I use uh the general's voice because truly, clearly they trust the general. So I, so voice of reason should pull it out. Uh, I use voice of reason. <laughs> uh-huh. I mean, like, yes. It's gonna work out one of these times. One day it's gonna work out. I am the general, and I'm ordering you all to stand down and wait for their instructions. Let's pull a charisma charm. <sighs> Alright, charisma. Come on, trophy, <laughs> let's do it. Oh, God. Oh, yo, this doesn't work out. Oh, my God, I got an eight. My charisma's nine. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> Eight of spades, let's do it! Uh, the cyborg goes to attention immediately and says, General, I had heard you perished. What form you have returned to us? Yes, I have. The general is back and better than ever. In true form! Yes, I am. Uh, I tell him that uh, we need uh, to, you know, stand 
Uh, oh, he put the robot down already. All right, excellent. So I stand attention, make sure we're not interrupted. I need to observe the rest of this uh, room. Uh, I am back to lead the charge. Yes, General. No one shall interrupt you. And it remains at attention. All right, awesome. So we go and we look at these. Uh, it, this robot that he was holding up, is it like completely destroyed or? So he, they were to get challenging like the little forefoot robot. Um, they have a little dent in like their chest plate, but otherwise they seem to be mostly functional at this moment. They are trying to find their pad um, and sort of trying to like move the wreckage to find the pad, but pieces of conveyor belt are kind of heavier than it can manage. I try to communicate with them, with this robot. I want to see, uh, when I say I want to, I try to communicate, I'm like, what are, I want to know, like, what is it, uh, what is it, what is its, uh, functions? What is it doing? Uh, it tells you its functions are inventory and product management. Product. Product being these, uh, reptiles here? Whatever is tagged for shipping, I manage. How much is shipping out at the moment? I would give full report if I could find my data pad. And it goes back <sighs> to like a little whirring sound as it's trying to like move the sheet of metal. I say we help it look for its, uh, or help them look for its uh, data pad real quick. Well, you took the data pad earlier, didn't you? Did I take it? I thought I just looked at it. Did I take the pad? Is, are, are we talking about the same data pad? Are we talking about the same pad? I will leave that up to you. If you want to be like, here it is, and have it on you, I'm fine with that. Oh, we found its pad. Here you go. What What's shipping out right now? It makes like a little chirping sound that sounds happy and takes it and it pokes. And it says, we have approximately one weekly shipment with up to 20 specimens. Adjusted for size, of course. Ooh. Okay. And uh, are there, uh, where are all of these uh, shipments located? Destinations are two, and then it just rattles off a, a bunch of town names. Mm. Mm, from Plinth, okay. <laughs> Interesting. I wonder how much of these uh, reptiles take up that shipment. I'm curious. Are any of, like, the towns or anything that are listed, like, do we know that they're, like, military installations or anything like that? Or are they just places? Do I? Yeah. I'm an ambassador. Yeah. You know, I should know. I should be able to recognize this. I feel like that would be a wit check to see how much you really paid attention. Yeah, in, the, in my in my studies. Okay. Let's see what we draw. We drew a six, and my wit is an eight. Yay. Thank God, I studied. I think then you recognize that the towns it's naming, it seems most of them, are ones you know have been um, labeled as contentious by the ruling powers in Plinth. Ah. And rebellion is usually not something that happens in Plinth, but there have been rumors that something was starting Ah. um, as the people of Plinth were unhappy with their status after the wall. After the war. Yikes. Okay, this is not good. Okay. Okay. So, we, uh, I want to, these, we, we, for, I want to further observe these reptiles. Are these, like, just straight up, uh, are they small? Or are they, how, how big are they? They're pretty small. You would get the idea, and you have a snake for a familiar, so I think you get the idea that they seem 
juvenile, like maybe not as young as cubs, but definitely not fully grown yet. Most of We need to ask them because they seem like they're just taking little ones. We need to ask them where they got them from. Well, I would think they're trying to take ones that haven't bonded with anyone. Yeah. It seems the the young ones are the easiest ones to pick, but yeah, that does beg the question. Mm-hmm. Hmm. We want to return them. <sighs> well, um, unless there's some information on where they're stealing animal kin from on the shipping manifest, the only people who would know are uh, our friends upstairs. Mm. That is very true. And we've got some cyborgs to help us out now. Okay, what I think we should do, I think we should, uh, let's go check on those cubs real quick. Not not take the cyborg with us. So we'll, we'll, we'll take the cyborg to uh, the door of where we left the cubs, but we won't let it come in. Mm-hmm. And we want to go check on them real quick. I think, so when you go in, you find that one of the cubs is napping in the cage. The other one had gone to the bags that were on the ground and just shredded them and is <laughs> now, like, rolling around in shredded bag bits. Hey. I'm glad they're having a good time. And so they're just they're just relaxing. Okay. Are we are we taking them with us right now? We probably should, because I can't think of a we only got the reptiles and the cubs. I can't uh, think of anything else other than the the radiation and the the cyborgs just happen to be a part of this facility. So I'm pretty sure some people came in and they wanted to kind of sell the plinth, you know, whatever plinth needed. Maybe they're just trying to either militarize, uh, you know, some things like that. So they're trying to grab some animals, some young animals. So that they're very impressionable and mutate them and uh, make them into soldiers. So we probably need to find a way to get these uh, little ones back to where they were from. So that's that's where the that's where I'm convinced it's going at the moment. I've got plenty of good notes. Plenty. Yeah, no, that is uh, that sounds completely reasonable to me. That sounds like the thing to do. Yeah. So we probably should go ahead, pick these up. We should interrogate those guys out there. If we can get one of the cyborgs to kind of strong arm them. Hmm. Well, you go and go ahead and uh, snatch them up. We take them. Yeah, we gotta, gotta take them with us. Mm-hmm. So we'll go ahead and... Uh, I, I don't know. I guess we should pick them up. Are they are they nice enough for us to be able to just pick them up normal ways? Or do we have to grab them by the scruff? Or Yeah. Because if we scruff them, they shouldn't move around too much. Because that's what the scruff is for, if I recall. Mm-hmm. I'll scruff you can. But also, if they just want to come along, you know, without having to do that. Yeah, I prefer. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I think if you, like, say come to them, like you said, stay before, they'll probably, you know, yeah, okay. let your legs. Like, come on. Come on, guys. It's time to go. All right. So hopefully they don't freak out with the cyborg. Yeah. So we'll uh, guide them along. I want to, before I call the cyborg over from the other room, I want to look in the hallway and see if the two are still there. Right now, it's just the man, and he is very focused on um, what looks like an uh, sort of a thick bracelet that he's wearing, and he's sort of pushing like there's buttons on it. I knew it. Okay. So I uh, I want to call the cyborg over. 
I'm, I'm not sure exactly what we call these cyborgs. <laughs> what do the cyborgs want to be called? I'm like, you, what's your name? Uh, one of you, one of them says that their name is Gert, and the other one says that their name is Joshiro. These are precious names. Gert and Jochiro. I need you to back me up. So I take Gert and Jochiro, and I walk directly towards this man. And I say, stop what you're doing. He glances up, and at first he just has this expression of, like, annoyance, like he's over you. But then he sees the huge silhouettes of the cyborgs uh, and just freezes and is like, what? Mm. Like, what are you doing? What is this facility? What are you smuggling? Answer carefully, because I know all of the answers. Smuggling is an illegal thing. We are engaging in archaeology of a lost... Hold on, wait, I, I, didn't, I didn't catch that first part. I apologize. What'd you say? Smuggling is legal. We are engaging in archaeology to increase our knowledge. And he sort of stammers off as he looks at the cyborg. Answer carefully. What what answer do you want me to give you? Where were you taking these cubs? Well, I don't bother with the shipping. That's what the girls do. I... The girls. I simply oversee operations. This is a great treasure that uh, was lost, and I am trying to bring it back. As it were. What treasure? What are you trying to bring back? Where did you take these cubs from? I imagine they came from the plains. We we hire some people to do that unpleasant part. I am more interested in all of the knowledge that was here in this laboratory. We have forgotten and, be, and become dumb about certain things, and it's all just here. And we can we can remember things, be able to create things. Hmm. Remember things? <sighs> exactly, like your friends there. And sort of nods towards the cyborgs. They are much more advanced than what we can do now. So many, so many things were lost in the war, and we lost so much knowledge. We're just trying to bring it back. Well, some things need to stay lost. And there's no need for you to be stealing animals for this. Mira, were you going to say something? Well, I was just going to say, you're also uh, trying to bring knowledge back by manufacturing uh, chem- like chemical weapons? And I hold up one of the vials, like I pull it out of one of my many, many pockets. Well, one man's weapon is another man's catalyst for transformation. Those Those cubs you're so concerned with could be... They could become something greater than what they are now. They could, they could evolve. Mm-hmm. If they're not doing it willingly, then you're. Well, <laughs> the, the the cubs have not consented to being experimented on, and you're you're wanting to experiment on them, is what you're telling me. What Mira said. Uh, is there anywhere that I can uh figure out? Uh, I I, I need to know where they came from. Who. Uh, do you have any, uh, catalogs on that? Are you asking the man? Yes, yes. Um, he says, well, there's, there's some people I meet in the, the town over, and, you know, there's, there's business we do. It's very boring. Um, they know the land. 
they're the ones who bring in the mm-hmm. animals. Okay, okay. So these... It's a larger operation. Right. So we're going to have a little more trouble trying to relocate them. But I'm like, oh, great. Okay. Apprehend him. I told the two uh, cyborgs to go and, you know, basically lock the man down. Make sure he doesn't go anywhere. Uh, I think Gert, who's the one with the darker hair, walks over um, and just picks up the man by, like, his upper arms and just holds him up so that his feet are dangling and just kind of holds him there and says, Target, apprehended. What are your orders, General? Excellent. Fantastic. All right, so I want to, uh, I'm probably going to use him. We could, uh, figure out, you know, take all of them back to the town and maybe relocate them. But that stuff does need to be destroyed. That radiation stuff, there's got to be a safe way to get rid of it. I don't want to sacrifice any cyborgs to it, though. Yeah, I feel like it would do more harm than good if they, uh, they just destroyed it here. Mm Hmm. Hmm. I don't know, Mira. What are your thoughts? How do you feel about this whole situation? I do need you as a witness in the embassy. <laughs> That's a heck of a situation. Um, well, obviously, we've apprehended one of them. Uh, we'll have to see if we can find the girls um, and see if we can determine uh, who it is that uh, are bringing these animals to them in the first place. But... I feel like we can sort of leave the cyborgs to it once we're sure that all of the chemical weapons are uh, taken care of. Once that they're, you know, out of this uh, general area, at least, so that they can get back to destroying things. Um, You know, doing their jobs. Yeah, do I really know how many of these uh, vials? Was it just the one box of vials or were there lots of them? You just saw the one box. Oh, and we have it. That's even better. Okay. So what we need to do, we need to... Hey, how much... I'm going to I'm gonna ask the guy who's being held by... Gert was holding him, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so how many... How much of this stuff do you have around? And I sort of waggle the, the vial in my hands at him. Well, that, that that's the week's shipment you have there. Um, there's... If we could resume our production schedule, I could make you as much as you want. It's quite an interesting process. You look like a learned person. Wouldn't you like to learn these things? Strictly speaking, I'd like to learn things in a way that doesn't potentially harm animal kin. And with that, I'm going to go and, uh, how many, it, does it seem phys- like feasible to actually be able to take those reptiles and uh, bring them with us? Or I've got a lot of pockets. Oh, yeah, you have, they would, they would fit in the pockets. Yeah, they would fit in the pockets. I say we go and retrieve them. And then uh, we have our, we have all of the known uh, animal kin and the vials and then i will uh l- i will go ahead and tell the cyborgs to destroy the facility all right I, th- I think it should be destroyed so i Fantastic. give them those instructions uh, yeah and i'm gonna i'm gonna run and uh grab the the reptiles and frogs all right uh so we get a shot of you do you just put the entire like crate in your pocket or do you like put them in individual pockets um <sighs> i mean is <laughs> If the whole thing would fit, that'd probably be the easiest way. Yeah, I mean, it's a magical coat, right? Um, I don't I don't know how much that's... Yeah, I don't know how much that's stretching the limits of 50 kilograms of weight. Um, yeah, how much do they weigh? I mean, I haven't actually... Like, how much is, does a terrarium weigh? 
<laughs> It'll be fine. That's true. They can fit. Okay. I think you can just like open a pocket. Then yeah, I'll just I'll just grab the whole dang terrarium. Yeah, and it just excellent disappears in a pocket. Um, so we see that, <laughs> and then you order the cyborgs to return to destroying. Um, before Jushiro complies, uh, they look at you and say, "After we've completed that protocol, General, what are your orders?" Uh, mm. well. Oh man. I might have to take y'all back for for witnesses te- for testimony. So I'd like to say that they're with me. All Those right, are my cyborgs now. <laughs> we just have friends now. Yes, I've got three cyborgs. Oh. <laughs> we get a, a montage then of them just completely destroying, and you see that after they destroy all of the machines and everything, at the very end they meet you at sort of the entrance, and then um, they push a button, and you hear an explosion, and I think both of you are too young to have ever heard ordinance or heard any of this, because it was banned after the war. Um, Mm. And the cave just collapses in on itself. And Mm. they look at you and say, very well, General. What is our next mission? At ease. Objective complete. (laughs) They, They relax, but it still looks very stiff. Like, they're standing with kind of their arms just at their side, looking very uncomfortable. Of course. <laughs> As I'd expect cyborgs to do. <laughs> okay. Uh, I don't know how we'll go about returning uh, these animals. Well, we can bring them by the nearby town, and uh, I'm sure that there's someone there who can help disperse them back to where they need to go. Yeah, we can find our own people who know the area. They're they're all they're all young enough that they uh, that they don't they haven't bonded with anyone so it's easy enough to just disperse them back into the environment. Okay, that's perfect. So we put those things back where they came from. So help me. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. And uh, with uh, I I want to take uh, the guy that we've had in uh, in uh, custody. I do want to take him back to the embassy. And have him questioned, basically. Yeah. And I have a full report of uh, these recent plinth, uh, you know, movements. So I feel very accomplished right now. <laughs> yeah. We've done a lot. Yes, we have. Mira, I'm also going to need your testimony, so don't go anywhere. Yes. Ugh. And I think that could be almost a nice, like, scene as you're marching away with your two new cyborgs. And we see Lorraine starting to continue to add to the note. Um, And I think you notice that Jushiro is watching very interested because it seems like there's much protocol in this process. Um, (laughs) Good. You have the two cubs kind of following you and every once in a while swatting like your leg where Freya had disappeared, still trying to see if she'll pop out. Oh, Freya's just, like, running all over the place, like, around my legs and stuff, like, yeah. playing with them. So it's just been all up, just like, okay, when can I let go of this bottle? <laughs> 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 I take the bottle off of it, and I'm like, yep, we've done a lot today. Let's get back and get down to business. We have so much more work to do. And so it's just kind of like, you know, just kind of like nodding and just like agreeing. I like it. So... We have uh, an end of session protocol, so I'm going to bring that up. All right. So at the 
end of session. Um, you're going to take turns talking about your character's actions. And um, mm-hmm. starting with Lorraine, would you say you took steps towards your character's calling? Oh, most definitely. I strongly relied on my ambassador skills and uh, being able to uh, convince, talk, and identify, you know, what each obstacle, you know, demanded or required. So, yeah, I, I definitely feel like I take st- I took steps towards what my character was meant to be. Yeah. Or was written as, yeah. So that gets you an advancement, like, tick on the tracker. Um, did you fulfill your promise? Wisdom. Oh, is this the second one? Yeah. <laughs> uh, my promise was of wisdom. I don't know. Do do I get to say that I was pretty wise? Yeah. Okay. Um. Hmm. I'm not. Sh- I I I think I like to think that I was wise from the way that I handled certain things. Like I wasn't just trying to run in and just uh, you know, just start attacking people. It was more of like, ooh, let's uh think before we speak. <laughs> so I I like to think I I fulfilled my promise. Yeah. Um, did your familiar triumph over a particularly difficult foe? No, she, he had no uh, serious issues whatsoever. He was there to be ephemeral, to uh, also just make sure that nothing crazy happened. So, yeah, I think, I think Soot had a pretty good time. Yeah. You failed a check at a crucial moment, driving your determination not to fail again. Oh, multiple times. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, it's, try, it's trying to be somebody I wasn't, and that uh, did not work out twice, and then it happened to work out at the last second, thank goodness, right when we needed it to. Because if it didn't work out that last time, I don't know what we would have done. <laughs> and now you have new cyborg recruits. Yes. And then, when the recruit becomes the recruiter. <laughs> the last one is you experience something integrally important to who your character or familiar is in a profound way. Oh, uh, opening the tomb for that general from Plinth and seeing all of the pre-war, um, you know, relics. That really hit home because my family is basically obsessed with Plinth and relations and mysteries all surrounding Plinth, so... Yeah, that was that that definitely made my report much more robust. Mm-hmm. All right. And then for Mira, um, would you say you took steps towards uh, your character's calling? I mean, I think we went on a pretty grand adventure there, so I would say so. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Was Mira's mostly about adventuring and discovering? Yeah, and uh, yeah, in general, and then bringing hope to people. Yeah. I think cubs count. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and did you fulfill your promise? If cubs count, then yes. <laughs> if uh, if not, then like I think uh, I think that possibly bringing the uh, you know the cubs back and being like, hey, like all this stuff uh, is no longer a problem um, may potentially bring hope to people, but I I wouldn't necessarily say that I did. Okay. And did your familiar triumph over a particularly difficult foe? Unfortunately, no. And did you fail a check at a crucial moment, driving your determination not to fail again? 
I would say so. I think I think especially when I was grabbing for the vial, that was a pretty crucial moment. <laughs> that, uh, yeah. yeah. Um, and then did you experience something integrally important to who your character or familiar is in a profound way? I don't think so. I think uh, this is pretty, not run-of-the-mill seeker stuff, but like this is pretty normal and like not, not super profound to them. You've been listening to Voices at Play, building a table for everyone. Join us next week for a completely different group of players and a completely new story. If you've enjoyed the game we're playing, and it sounds like it might be a good fit for you, please check the links in the show notes and on our website where you can find a direct route to order a copy for yourself and get playing today. Voices at Play is completely not-for-profit, but it does incur costs. This show is brought directly to you by the generosity and support of listeners like yourself who support us on our Patreon. $1 pledges are the lifeblood that make this project work, so if you're able, please head over to patreon.com forward slash voices at and pledge to join our little community, working to make the tabletop role-playing space a more diverse, vibrant, and inclusive place for all. Until next time, we'll just keep on playing.